Hello, thanks for joining Your Body Advocate podcast. I'm Ruth Cummings, your host. And today we're going to talk about protecting your home energetically, protecting your workspace, and also sending protection to people who are not with you at the moment. Let's take a deep breath to relax. Ready? All right, here we go. You're listening to Your Body Advocate, telling your body's side of the story. The podcast dedicated to supporting and improving your body-mind connection so you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life, dissolving one body tension at a time. Discover the healing properties of your own body language, and together, let's explore ways to support and improve essential self-talk. Now, here's your host, Master of Encouragement and Body-Mind Life Coach, Ruth Cummings. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining my podcast, Your Body Advocate today. Today we want to advocate for our body by protecting our spaces, our home, our workspace, and then sending that same type of protection to people that aren't with us today. So the first is, how do we protect our home? I just sent out a newsletter and had a quick video on how I do this, but I wanted to do a podcast on this also and kind of walk you through what I do. So you need a few things to get started. I use a tray and we're gonna put everything on the tray and you just need to keep the tray near you because you have a lot of things to organize. It's about the size of a medium pizza, I would say. It's about how big my tray is. It's round, but you could don't have to use a round tray. I just, this was a gift from my friend, Barbara, and I really, like it mostly because it's a gift. So gifts are always helpful, especially in the realm of protecting your space with good energy. So I start with a sage or smudge stick. So I live in New Mexico, so these things are very easy to get. If you can't get one, you can always email me and I'm gonna try to find a link to the best ones I can find. Like I was just in Madrid, New Mexico this weekend with my cousin and I found some beautiful uh, smudge sticks. They're just amazing, so yummy. And those aren't readily available, I believe, in the rest of the world. So if you need one, just, just let me know and I can hook you up. So I use a sage stick. I usually use white sage, some other type of sage. Usually these also are gifts to me. So uh, I'll use whatever sage stick was given. There, each one has a different, uh, different way of protecting or type of energy that it brings to your space. But uh, if you don't know, just get sage, uh, cedar works. Um, I like white sage. So um, uh, you, I think you can trust the sage sticks are made that they are will do the trick. So a stay, sage or a smudge stick, you also need some charcoal discs. So you can get these. I will also put a link down below, but uh, you could get these at Whole Foods, at a vitamin cottage, um, at a natural grocer. You can get them online as well. I have a lighter on my tray. And then I, I also have a small ceramic bowl. This bowl needs to be big enough where it can hold one of the charcoals and it's thick enough where it won't burn your fingers when the charcoal gets too hot. So the charcoal will burn white and you don't want it to uh, be thin enough where it will hurt your fingers to grab. Because sometimes if the tray is too big and you're walking around getting the, 
the smoke from the charcoal and the aromatherapy and the sage stick, you want to take that bowl and walk around with it off the tray. And so you want to see, so I also hold a towel with me so I can hold the uh, ceramic bowl on the towel. Does that make sense? So that it doesn't burn my hand. I also have several aromatherapy oils that I put on the charcoal. So the ones I use the most are frankincense and myrrh. That's for cleansing. Clary sage, if it's specifically negative, um, and I really need to get much better energy and kind of get the negative energy out of there, clary sage is really good. I like to use bergamot, orange, lime, and lemon to create some happiness in spaces, rose to create love, and I'm just going to go over just those. I mean, aromatherapy is amazing, and that's an incredible, an incredible um, thing to talk about, and we will have someone very soon to talk about aromatherapy. It's just an amazing thing to talk about, but I'm only going to go through over those, okay? So I also use granules of frankincense, and I've had these forever. Again, this was a gift, so I'm not sure where they got it, but I just looked this up online, and you can get those. The granules of any type of oil last a really long time, and I, I really like that for the longer sessions that I need to cleanse my house or cleanse someone else's house because they last for a long time. You don't have to continue to put drops of frankincense on the charcoal, if that makes sense. So I also have on my tray, I take holy water and I also have some holy dirt from Chimayo here, the sanctuary of Chimayo in Chimayo, New Mexico, which is also fun to have. And you have to be careful with that because it's, it is dirt right? It's holy dirt. And so I use it on places where uh, it won't make things really dirty. Like I use it on the, in the porch or outside, or I can use it in plants or in places where dirt will be okay. So holy water and holy dirt are also on my tray. And then you want a notepad. So you're going to you work with the notepad first, so but these are the things that you need. A notepad and either a pencil or a pen. I use uh, a pencil, <laughs> but most people use pens. So those are the things that I need and I start with. So once you have everything you need, the next thing you want to do is take your notepad and start writing down words that you want to be represented in each space. So for example, my list changes depending on what's happening in our world with our teens or with people being home or not being home and we're feeling sad or we are missing them or there's been a fight in the house and we're trying to get some honesty and some safety in the house or we have a lot of worry for certain things and so we want um, different feelings of calm and, and restfulness. For example, so you need to come up with the words for your spaces, the words that you want to be represented in those spaces, and it's going to be different. So again, here's an example. Here's some words. Love, hope, trust, respect, passion, focus, safety, strength, compassion, honesty, integrity, forgiveness. So there's a nice list. It's not quite as long as some of my lists, and it's longer than some of the lists. There's so many words. So really think about the words that you want to be represented in the space because you're going to be saying those as you're having the smudge stick go 
and the aromatherapy on your charcoal. When I'm doing this with my family or with other families, when I do this for other people, we have everybody contribute. Everybody can contribute what they want to hear so that it will be represented in these spaces. It's really good to have their participation, and that really helps everybody to feel like they're part of this process of creating the best spaces in our home as possible. So the next thing you do is you get the charcoal lit and you light the sage or the smudge stick. One thing I didn't mention before is I also have a small bowl of water with my, on my tray because just in case the smudge stick goes crazy on you or something happens with the charcoal, you can just throw it into the water. You could put your, sm your smudge stick, your sage stick into the water and stop if it's too smoky or if it's about to put off a, a fire alarm or something like that. Just have a, you know, maybe um, like a three-quarter cup uh, little bowl of water with you as well. So your charcoal is lit, your sage stick is lit, and now what you're going to do is you're going to put some oils or the granules of oils on your charcoal. So if you want it to represent happiness, there's many aromatherapies that um, represent happiness or love or the words that you want it to represent. And so you can choose the ones you want. For me, we really like orange and the orangey family, bergamot, orange, lime, lemon, grapefruit. Those are the ones we like for, uh, for happiness, but also it depends on the time of the year. Sometimes it could be mint. You know, sometimes it could be peppermint, not just mint, but peppermint. Sometimes it could be um, maybe a, a wood smell, some type of cedar or sandalwood, something like that could also, that's also a really grounding smell. So, you know, go through your aromatherapies and say, wow, this is the, real, this is the one that really represents this for us. Let's say you don't have any aromatherapy and you can only find a smudge stick. You can do that. Let's say all you have is a pad of paper and you can't find a smudge stick and you have no aromatherapy. You can still do these things. You can pray in each room and ask it to represent what you want it to represent and ask anything that's negative to leave and ask, you can pray this in God's name. So you can, you don't have to have all these special things that I'm talking about. You can still protect your spaces um, just very simply with a prayer. Now take your ceramic bowl and put it in the towel in one hand and have the smudge stick. It's much better if you have a second person because there's a lot of things to hold. You have the list of things to say, right? You're not going to memorize all those probably. You have the ceramic bowl with the aromatherapy coming out with the smoke and you also have uh, the smoke from the sage stick. So you have three things to hold. Now you could put the sage stick in the bowl with the charcoal and move around like that if you're alone and you don't have uh, three hands for you. And then you have one hand is holding all the words that you're reading off for each space. I tend to walk into each corner and then I do a small circle in the room and I say the words in every corner and in the center. And sometimes if the, if the room is really small, you just say them once. Sometimes if the room is really big, you need to say them more than that. 
And this is a, it's a great practice in getting more comfortable with how spaces make you feel. So if you feel that the space has calmed down and feels safe and feels loving and all the words on your list, then you can move on to the next space. And there's that time in between where you don't understand what I'm talking about. And I just encourage you to keep trying and just to trust your instincts, to trust your intuition and to keep trying, keep trying and keep feeling around you. And it does get easier. Move from room to room in your entire house and do the same simple procedure with the aromatherapy on the charcoal, the smudge stick smoke, your prayer, and your list of words that you've written down. And you do that for each room and just keep going. Be very calm when you're doing that. You can do it with everybody that's there. That's kind of helpful, but you don't have to. And again, it's better to have at least one person with you so you can hold everything. In my house, I then need to open all the windows and the doors and let the smoke clear out because it really bothers my husband. He's allergic to part of those different types of sage sticks. So I have to, again, open all the windows and turn on some fans and just clean it out like that. And so sometimes I don't do it in the middle of the winter or in the middle of the summer. It's a really great time to do it if it's raining outside. And what I, but I, what I mean by raining outside, in New Mexico, we don't get much rain. And so when it's raining outside for a long time, it's usually a type of a smaller rain, a, a, a gentler rain, not a really, really rough rain. So if it's that type of rain and it's a really nice rain smell that can come into your house after you do this, that's really good. That's my favorite time to do it. Okay, so the next part is to take this concept into your workspaces because you can't really take a smudge stick and some aromatherapy and a charcoal disc into most uh, workspaces. So what I suggest there is you can still have the list of words and th those words are gonna be different. So you can imagine what your workspace away from home is and your workspace in home might be, but also difference between your workspace and home and the rest of your home. Like there's a, we should keep those energies separate, right? You really want to be very focused and not really playful and not very, uh, not very lazy. That's a terrible word, but you know, you want to be more focused in your workspace in your house. And then the workspace outside of the house is really different because there, you need to have safety and honor and other words that you might come up with. And it's a much different than what you would have in your home. So I suggest that you, again, make your list. You don't have to make it at work, but you can. It depends on how private your workspace is. And then you can do the same thing where you you say those things and you say a prayer to protect your spaces and you want anything negative to leave with God's help. And you go from corner to corner and in the middle and you know you don't have to look crazy or look like it's woo-woo. You're just cleaning your spaces and it's not anything woo-woo. It's just really cleaning your spaces. And so you could do it when no one's watching or maybe before they get there or after everybody's gone home or sometimes you want your coworkers in on this and you want them to have a stake in the words that you choose or how the workspace feels. Another thing that I haven't mentioned yet is plants. 
Plants are amazing for cleaning energy and cleaning your spaces. Not only can they take out the smell of like paint or new carpet or different types of smells and, and uh, chemical smells, but they're really good at taking out bad energy in the, in the air. If you're not a green thumb, you could get a wide-leafed uh, type of plant and maybe even a cactus that doesn't take much water. They still do clean the air and they're very healthy and happy to have around you. So I have a lot of plants. <laughs> I have over 100 plants in my house. I'm always giving them away and it's a little too many, but it does really help. It it's really it feels not as fresh in the house when all the plants are gone not that i've ever been in in my house without any plants but because there's so many um, and if you're coming by soon please uh, take a plant but they are very good and you should consider having one or two small plants at work too that really really helps you could also use a diffuser for aromatherapy oils. There's many styles of diffusers. There's ones that you could, it looks like a nightlight, and you can put it in a little uh, plug, but you don't have to plug them in. You can, actually the best ones I've seen you do plug in, but there are kinds that you don't have to plug in. You could also have an aromatherapy candle, but you know, a lot of places don't allow flames, right, at work. So the ones that you can put into uh, a plug, there's different ones that actually use um, um, steam to come out with the oil in the steam. So there's many styles of diffusers and there's teensy ones and really big ones. So find one that's appropriate for your work and that can really help you be happy and focused and calm in your work area. Just like I talked about in episode eight about protecting your own space, your own space, just like you. So, and that, how that circle of protection then goes out to the second, like your family and your friends and your pets, and it goes out to your house, then it goes out to your, and that includes your car, then it goes out to your neighborhood and then to your city. And you continue to, you know, see that protective layer get bigger and bigger and bigger. The same thing happens for your workspace. So you go into your workspace and you see yourself protected and incredibly focused and doing the best you can do and being so creative and, and so very effective and efficient in your job. And then you see that you're not distracted by anything. So your protective mechanism might be about distractions, right? You don't want distractions to stop this incredible energy of creativity. And it's not really so much negative energy than it is distractions. And then you see that you know, come out to your coworkers and then go out to the end of the room and then go out to the end of the building and like that. And it completely protects you from distraction or any type of negative energy or feeling really drained at work. You want those to be going away and to be protected from those and, to, and instead to stay this really uh, energetic, happy, playful, protective and um, productive uh, person at work. You can also protect your coworkers without your coworkers even knowing. And how you do that is by visualization. So you would have, say, a prayer, and you would say the prayer that would protect them, and then you see it in your mind. You see that they are protected by a layer of energy and protection from God, that they 
also aren't hearing anything that's negative coming at them and they're staying on task and not being distracted by the many, many things that come at us in our world right now and that they can get their job done and do the best that they can be. In that same light, this is how we send protection and prayers to those that aren't with us right now. Let's say that someone's in the hospital and you can't go in because maybe you have COVID or you just can't go to the hospital and so you can't be next to them. So what do you do? I get this question quite a bit and so I want to walk you through it. So what you do is you you stand up and you ground yourself, both feet on the ground, It's good to be outside if you can, because the fresh air really helps you open up, get your thoughts flowing. And so try to face your body towards wherever your person is. If, you know, if it's to the east, you know, then face to the east. If it's to the west, face to the west, etc. So face your shoulders and your hips towards them. And then if you know an archer stance, it's type kind of your foot, one foot in front and one foot in back, like you're about to throw a ball, but you have both of your feet flat. So your feet aren't too wide, but they're a little bit wide. It's like you're about to take a, a big pot of water and throw it forward, but you need uh, that back leg to give you some leverage. So in that space, you want to try to grab with your thoughts, and I do it with my hands, like doing qigong or doing tai chi where you can feel the energy outside of your body and you grab it from the ground and from around you into a ball come right to the front of your heart and then you say and visualize the prayer like that you want to protect them or send them healing or send them love send them safety send them whatever whatever's coming up that they need and like encouragement, like if they're in a, if they're um, maybe locked down for some reason for addiction or other issues, so you want to send them encouragement. So you have this ball of energy, and you put the Holy Spirit in there, and you ask for help to do that, and you ask God to send this love and this whole um, ball of energy to them. And then you, in your mind, you see it just floating over them like water and really warm and it goes all the way around them and it protects them like a bubble and it just soaks them and bathes them in that protection in that love and that healing and you have them feel that from you and even hundreds of miles thousands of miles away people can feel this it's it's interesting the studies that i've read and i maybe i can find one to put below but if it even if it doesn't help them it's going to help you. So if you're uh, if you have uh, second thoughts or if you're worried that this doesn't doesn't work or um, I'm going to look stupid, well, first of all, don't do it so anybody sees you. And the next thing is, try it, try it, see what happens. I've done this when I really felt hopeless and really felt helpless uh, for people around me or people that were. Um, far away from me who I really wanted to be with or really wanted to help but was unable to communicate with them in some for some reason and I wanted to send as much loving energy as I could and the what happened is that they would call me later and say my gosh you know I was really thinking about you and I I had you in the dreams and you were you were really helping and you were smiling and you were playful and you were really happy and 
And it was really interesting how it helped them on the other end, and I never had told them that I sent this prayer to them. So I encourage you to try it. Just just give it a try. And uh, and if you need some support on that, call me or text me or ask me about it. So that's just a simple way I do mine. There are literally millions of ways to do this, and this is just my simple way of sending love and healing energy to other people. So there you go. There's how to protect your home and your house. I say home and house because I feel like those are sometimes separate. And how to protect your workspace and how to send energy to people who are either right next to you, like work coworkers and people on the other sides of your house or to your neighbors pretty close, and also people that are very far away or places that you are not allowed to go into a hospital or in just different parts of the country or different parts of the world. And so send them some love, healing, protection, and see what happens. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Your Body Advocate with Ruth Cummings. We're so glad you've joined us today and truly believe you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life. To connect with Ruth, work with Ruth, or to grab your free ebook, go to ruthcummings.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Until next time, friends, be open, include the unincluded, think outside the box, and spread love and kindness one smile at a time.